sudden evil is a threat to this world from some other species from another planet. I was spotting down the firing range for several shooters when all of a sudden I saw a large, hairy creature walking from right to left. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know, we don't know. Encounter Brigade, welcome to the team. All righty. Love our yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Beth. How are you? Hey, Happy. Good. Mr. Harris, how are you doing? Doing well. We doing well. Yep. We got Johnny, got myself and Angie on. And, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Harris, I know uh, we've talked quite a bit. And I know you talk with Johnny as well um, about... Uh, you know your incident here in georgia um you know but i I'll, i want to thank you for you know having the courage to come on and talk to us about it because uh you know i, I think you were one of the f first people i i talked to about my incident there at the military base and and you know when i hear i thought i was you, you know like no one would believe me and sure yeah. enough you know uh um the location of where you know where you had your your encounter your incident uh is eerily close and uh, and it definitely makes me make me wonder a lot and and you know but anyways uh we kind of share um some of the same uh, hunting ground there in the same mm -hmm. county yeah. um you know uh i think uh, when i looked up on the map i mean it's, you know it's less than five miles apart we, uh and there's things that happen around that, that the farm that i hunt that uh, you know a place that i call the neutral zone um i i just don't venture into there one because it's yeah. like really thick but um but also there's a lot of weird things in there and then also it's like it's not worth shooting deer down in there because it's it's too <laughs> much of a hassle getting them out exactly. you know but uh but anyways yeah mr harris if, if you don't mind um you know kind of taking us back to uh you know your you know your encounter your incident and and whatnot and, and you can be as detailed as you want sure. or you know you, you can be you know as vague because you know um just just to you know deter people from having to go out searching or whatnot you know? absolutely we don't want anybody showing yep. up down there and getting hurt um yes, no. well this happened in 1991 92 around in there so i was in my early 20s and i been hunting this property with some friends of mine. Hang on one second, guys. Yep. Okay, that was the boss. Nah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the backyard. So, <laughs> I've uh, I'd, uh, been hunting with uh, friends of mine down there for several years through high school, and had been in his family for over 100 years at that time. Uh, help, almost 200 years, excuse me. It was a King's Grant from King George. So, it's been static down there. Nothing has changed at all. And there are lots of big deer, Joey, as you know. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, there's plenty of big deer down there. And, I mean, it was it was a lot different in oh, 1991. Yeah. There weren't coyotes like there were. There weren't you know, all the other stuff that come in. There weren't pigs like there are now. It was it was 
deer and turkey and some quail still back then, believe it or not, lots of squirrels and wood ducks and the like. Um, it was October, probably middle, middle, yeah, it's gotta be middle, late October because deer season had just started and mm -hmm. it was a weekday and normally go hunt on the weekends and I was in Augusta at that time. I think I was not going to Georgia. I was going to Augusta College at the time. So you could sneak off and go deer hunting a lot easier when you live 15 minutes away from a deer stand. And uh, I snuck down, like to hunt in the, uh, in the afternoons and I snuck down and was gonna shoot a big deer. I thought, I thought it was like a Thursday. It's Wednesday or Thursday afternoon. And got to where I park, got dressed, didn't, you know, really nothing seemed out of the ordinary at all other than normally I went down there like that on a weekday. I varied what I was doing as far as my uh, my routine goes. Or what, it was everything that we normally did, I did not do. I, I drove a different vehicle down there. Uh, I got out and as I was walking to where we normally hunt, I'm walking down a gas line, a power line easement, which runs through the property, which is, I don't know, 50 yards, 25, 50 yards across. But mm -hmm. as I'm walking down, I, uh, I hadn't noticed it before because usually it was kind of getting dark and getting dark when I was going into the swamp. It's like a, it looked like a, to the right of me, it was like a perfect blind, like a, a hunting blind, but it was not. It looked like it was made. It was made by kids. It was sticks and trees and stuff leaned up. But where it was sitting, you could see up and down the power line with three hundred yards in either either direction. It was it was fantastic, and I didn't realize how how clear the shot was. And I, it was a, up against a pine tree, so I, I sat and leaned my back against a pine tree up in this blind, and I had. At the time, it was a cutting-edge turkey hood, like a wild turkey mask that was 3D that had the leaves and stuff that blew around it. And I just camouflaged from head to toe and kept all my clothes in a, a garbage bag with pine leaves. Wanted to make sure I didn't smell. I was trying to shoot a big deer. And uh, I sat down in this in this stand, and I'm, I'm there. I'm guessing 30 minutes or so, and from behind me it's have you guys ever heard ron moorhead's the sierra sounds you, mm -hmm. you know oh, yeah. that summer i talk oh yeah well it was a, a whoa, whoa. it was i mean it was loud like it was it, it, it was like somebody had a speaker remember the old maxell commercial with a guy sitting in front of the speaker with a sound wave hitting you yeah it was like, oh, like, yeah. like, like standing in front of a yeah 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 standing in front of a bass speaker that's that's what it was like I, I didn't I didn't see anything, but I did I did pass out. But before I passed out, I uh, I lost control of my functions and I wet my pants, fellas, ladies and gentlemen. I I uh, it, it 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 scared me so bad that I actually locked up. See what I you know I I joke I thought I think there finger fingernail marks in the stock of my rifle where I was sitting there and grabbed it so hard. But I I have never felt anything like that before in my life it was when the next day i was sore all of my muscles had clenched up so hard and i, mean, I, I don't know if i don't know what happened I, I don't remember how i got back to my truck i have no clue as to to what happened at all but i know that i was i was out for about 30 minutes before i even realized what was going on 30 45 minutes before i even you know came to to collect my wits and wow. figure out what was going on but yeah i I don't know. 
Did you have any bruises on you or anything? No, no, I don't think I was drugged. I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you there. There were no drag marks or anything. I don't, I don't think it touched me. I just think I was in its spot, to be honest with you, and scared it. Like, what was this looking like a lump sitting there? Hopefully, and I think that I was, you know, he was downwind to me. I didn't smell anything. So it was all, if it was, you know, the wind was in my face mm-hmm. or to my back, to his back, he didn't smell me. And when he came to sit down in his blind, I was sitting there. I got scared. I, I, I don't know. That's my speculation. But I mean, it's, it's something that, I, I, you know, Joe, like you said, I, I, I have no idea. You know, yeah, I don't, I know what happened to me. It is, isn't it? I mean, that's a terrible, <laughs> that's a terrible thing to think about that, you know, just going black like that. What, what's, yeah. what is the first thing you remember? Would you, uh, you think too? Well, the, the, the bat mice and how the hell, you know, what the hell am I back at the truck for? And it's like, oh, so you were yeah, back uh, at the truck when the lights yeah, turned I, back on. Yeah, before I realized what was going on. Yeah, before I came back on. It wasn't like I was under the tree coming coming to you. It was, I was back at the truck. So I walked to the truck. I mean, I had all my stuff. Well, at least most but of my you stuff. You don't remember at gloves. all. No, I left my gloves and, and no, I, don't, I have no idea. That's crazy. I remember going I wonder if that hit with infrasound. That after with everything coming out and the more research and the more information that's coming out there, I would think yeah. You know, I would agree with you on that one. I would I would think that that would be a possibility. Either that or just a massive adrenaline dump, the fight or flight, and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't fight or flight. It was just passing out. Have you what, ever passed what? out before? No, no. Wow. Uh, Let and, me ask you this, Happy. Uh, and I don't want to. I definitely don't want to lead you by asking this, but do you think there's a possibility that you saw something and just don't remember it? I'm I mean, the sound, the you know, that's crazy. Yeah, it is, and I mean, I'm not going to say yeah, I'm not going to say no. There, I, I, right. mean, I, 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 anything's possible, but I mean, for for something like that to happen that long ago. And it's still, you know, I, I, all of this popped back on. I'm in the car listening to the podcast, and I heard this. I've always been interested in that stuff. And, you know, I mean, I was 22, 23 years old. And like Joe said, I don't people think I was crazy. You know, I, I mean, at that point, you would get laughed at. It was 1992, 93. Like, what are you smoking? You, you know, what are you out there drinking and smoking? And right. Like, no. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's just after listening to that and speaking of that, there's just so much growing up in the woods. I mean, that's the thing, as well as I, at that point, I'd been in the woods for at uh, 22, 13 years by myself. Yeah. You know, and I mean, as uh, being out there all the time, you know what things are. You know what things sound like. I mean, yep. there's stuff that'll scare you to death. You know, I'm sitting in a tree with turkeys roosted up in it, and they get off the roost. That'll make you jump out of a stand. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, hearing a, a bobcat squall, but this wasn't any of that. I mean, this yeah. is just, I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. You, you know, uh, several, several weeks ago, Johnny posted um, uh, like a video clip that he got in from his from his backyard. At, at mm-hmm. war, war cries, right, Johnny? And that is what you, you describe him as. And, yeah, I um, saw that. Yeah, and, and it's just... Uh, 
you know, I always have to ask him. I'm like, you sure it's not a couple homeless people back in the woods trying to like squalling over a kind of baked beans? But no, it's just an eerie sound, you know? Indeed, yeah, I, I heard those you know, back in the day when I heard them in the woods. There wasn't, there was no such thing as meth. It was just being, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what it was. What <laughs> as bad as it was. So you ruled out meth heads. <laughs> yeah, you definitely ruled out pigs, meth heads, yeah, and bobcats. But you know, I mean, that's yeah, that that sound that you play, Johnny. I've I've heard. I mean, there's so much stuff now, though. You think about it sitting in the woods so many mornings watching the sun come up or watching the sun go down and hearing stuff and not like okay it's like just somebody yelling or you know what's that what's that guy doing hammering or you know why you know bill and deer stands out there while we're trying to hunt it's a little late to do that we don't you know what's that jackass doing but you know i've heard stuff like that my whole life so what did you uh did you tell anyone after this happened? I, I kind of tried to tell my buddy Waylon, and uh, now he's a property he, owner, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, let's not. If we, I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to say that, but I tried to tell my buddy, <laughs> and uh, it's so he's, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm comfortable with you guys, and uh, I, you know, he kind of laughed at me a little bit, and I was like, I better not share this, and I've asked my dad if you know stuff like that had happened because as I was telling Johnny earlier. When we, when I was a kid, we hunted rabbits all down through there, McBean and uh, Sardis, Gerard, all down through there. And uh, we'd, uh, we'd started losing dogs. And they're like, oh, they're running deer. I don't know if you remember in the early 70s, there weren't a lot of deer around Augusta. It, it took a while for them to, to be built back up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, they're chasing deer. And I'm like, well, you know, I can understand we'd lose one or two, but it got to the point there for a while we were losing two or three dogs when we went out. And wow. that's bad, you know. That's would you ever bad. find them again? Some of them we did, but Better alive? Uh, uh, some of them we did. Some of them we you know, the guy the farmers down there give us collars if they found them. But you know, it was it was a, it was less than fifty fifty on finding them alive or finding them at all. And that's one of the reasons we stopped. Is it's like losing your children, as you guys yeah. know, with dogs. I mean, hunting dogs or whatever. They like you got to take care of them. You can't do that. So I mean, but, but, too. absolutely. But Pop would never talk about it. But he's he's kind of you know, granted he's using the, the excuse that he's gotten older. But he's stopped hunting too. So I don't know. He's he's pretty tight lipped about it. And I don't think anybody, you know, of his age set then would say anything about it once again. But who knows what's happened to him? Because he's been out in the woods a heck of a lot longer than me. Well, the odds are that that generation, uh, even if one came and sat down in their lap, they probably wouldn't tell anybody about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Times have just changed, I guess. They have. I I think we're all a lot more open-minded now, but we have to be. We have to adapt and get along to get along. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I I really appreciate – I know everybody does, but I really appreciate you coming on here and telling your story because it takes a lot. For a grown man to say something scared me so bad that I wet myself and I passed out. I, now, I, why I, in the world? Why in the world would you do that? For what? It did. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, like it I, takes I, a lot to admit to. Like <clears throat> when I talked about 
me having to sit in my truck and call my wife to bring my gun out to me. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want people to know that. Yeah. But yes. people need to know, and we and I appreciate it very hey, much. Well, yeah. you, you, you guys, thank you very much for the forum as well, and I appreciate what you guys are doing. As we were laughing earlier, it's it's not easy, and I mean it's a commitment of time. And what's in it for you guys? Nothing, nah. nothing. Just you know, looking for the, the truth. That's it. That's yeah. the answers. Is, answers, I think, is what we all agree on. Is, yeah. is, and I mean, you, you look through a, a spotting scope and saw something. Oh, Johnny, yeah. you, you, Johnny, you know, like you said, you're sitting in your, your truck, and I mean, you got orbs floating around out there and war cries in your backyard. Angie, I, I don't, not, not familiar with if you've had any experiences or not, but something's happened to get you here. And we're all, I mean, that's, I, I, I just, I want answers. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what we're going to find out. I don't know if I want to know if I do, but I do want to know. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, Happy, I think when one of the very first conversations, you know, you and I had, you know, via messaging back yeah. and forth was, you know, you, you, you always handed to me about, you know, don't go out to the hunting, hunting farm that, which I hunt is only like five miles from, yeah. from your, from your location. Um, you know, don't go unarmed, you know, and kind of, you, you know, I kind of got that sense like, okay, they, uh, whatever this, these could be, they're not particularly friendly, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, 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 I sit and do a lot of, uh, map, you know, map scouting, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it for hunting reasons for hunting out West or whatnot, you know, and, um, I mean, you know, here's a good thing. I'm, I'm going out to Wyoming this October for elk hunt and, you know, so I'm using Google maps now to scout areas that I'm going to. And sure enough on Google maps, I found two elk, elk, fresh elk kills and, in this snow field, <laughs> I mean, you can see bodies and blood everywhere, you wow. know, and this is on Google maps, right? Wow. So, uh, but you know, so here I am looking at our two farms and then the military installation where, you know, I had, uh, you know, my sighting through, through the spot and scope and that quick, was on Quick first question, part. Joe, how close are y'all's properties to the military base when uh, you had your sighting? So, uh, less than 15 miles. Yeah, it's like 13 really? miles. It's like 13 yep. miles, I think. Yep. And there's creeks that run all the way through the base. And, and they're, yeah, they're are. very heavy forested creeks. There's a creek that runs from the farm that I hunt on all the way uh, over uh, to where um, Happy's location's at. Uh, you know, and I kind of call that like a very swampy area. You That's know? where I was and, headed to hunt when I had what happened to me. It happened is in that swampy area down there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, and so, you know, I was talking to Happy earlier that, you know, so the the landowners of the farm that I hunt on, you know, he's a World War II uh, um, vet, um, vet. He had brought back some um, bamboo um, from the Orient, you know, and he's planted on it, you know, on his family farm there. And, and, and these things, these things have just grown and, and, and whatnot. I mean, even to this day. Uh, every now and then I go out there and you'll see some Asian families out there cutting these bamboos because they, they, they boil it down and make soup. Okay. And, um, but obviously it's something about that bamboo there on his place that obviously it attracts, the, it attracts you obviously if these Asians are wanting to come out to get it. Um, but the landowner told me years ago when land zoo was opening up and they had brought pandas in that they were buying bamboo 
from him to feed to these pandas. And uh, um, so there's some areas there on the farm now that, you know, they're, you know, several acres of just nothing but bamboo forest. You know, if you ever walk in a bamboo, you know, in there, it's cooler, you know, temperature wise, you know, it's pretty, the deer like to bed up in it. So um, I figured, you know, um, things nice probably like you also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably a good food source. <laughs> You know, Take a nap and a snack at the same time. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, but it, it's just kind of weird, weird, you know, like, uh, but it, it grows along that creek, you know, and that's mm -hmm. what, uh, that's what always gets me, you know, um, you know, and, and uh, the only time that I ever even thought something on this property is I was setting a new game camera up um, and, and a mineral site uh, on the, you know, along the creek and um, I just got everything set and I was getting ready to walk back over the tractor and uh, something comes rushing through the brush and uh, you know what I had a rifle with me I unslung the rifle and I was and you know this I could see the brush parting ways you know and just mm -hmm. kind of get knocked over as coming and I you know I was ready to just you know man put one between the eyes and whatever what whatever just rushed by me i didn't see a thing didn't i mean nobody i mean it wasn't a hog you know so it, went, hog it actually went yeah. by you yeah went blowing by me and uh you know all it was was moving brush and uh you know things get knocked over but you know a lot of this was also young bamboo right and uh i uh <laughs> I, I mean that was the one time wow. i'm like Okay, yeah, that's probably not a good wow. place to set yeah, up. Yeah, that, that's all a that. little much. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, I, I just <laughs> that is the exclusion zone. You, you know, yeah. but I always it was one of those things. You know, so I had a forty-five seventy lever action with me, and and it's really because I was thinking, I was like, man, man, Happy told me make sure I carry a damn gun with me at all times, and then <laughs> well, sure yeah. enough, I am glad I did. You listened. Yeah, I mean, every time well, I go out there, I don't care. I, I mean, do I mean, I bring it. You know. um, but, you know, I, I was talking to the landowner about it, you know, um, about that location and spot. And he's, I remember him looking at me, you know, and he goes, yeah, you know, I haven't been down there in 10 years. And here's a man that owns the place. And it's only like 220 hmm. acres, you know, farm. Yeah. And he tells me he's never been down to that location in 10 years. Um, yeah. That... Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's kind of untouched, right? Uh, yeah. yeah yeah that's a lot like where like where we are you know it's well, two or three people go to different yeah. spots very seldomly nice and secluded yeah well that, that's the other part of this thing though you say it's untouched but we're about to uh mess all that up i want to let everybody know that happy is agreed <laughs> to go out there and let us go with him and we are actually going to go to the site of where this happened to him yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And try to, uh, we're just going to go in there as backup, and we're going to record it if Happy won't. If not, we won't. We'll just walk in there and see what we can find. But from everything, that's why all this is great because it all ties in together. It's because you guys, I mean, there these sightings are what's that? Five sightings or incidents yeah. right on top of each other within yeah, 13 yeah. miles. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, when you when you count the the recorded sighting that was you know on the BFRO, 
from back in the late 70s you know and we talked about that episode one you know i mean literally that was you know within the same click of uh where my where uh my sighting of the range was so so we're, we're gonna go out there and try to find them we're gonna see if they're if there's any sign of them still being around which i if you want to happy if you can describe the you know don't don't give it away to people but kind of describe all the stuff that you were telling me about the area it's uh well it's it's like i said it's, it's a big 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 chunk of land it's over 500 acres and uh, it's in burke county and it's there's cultivated fields there's irrigation pivots which uh, you look overhead you see green circles there's like as joe was saying there there are creeks and swamp bottoms there's a power line easement or gas line easement through there which is a lot of browse and a lot of cover and now from when we were down when i was down there last and spent a lot of time down there because i, I haven't lived around there in 20 years over 20 years i live in atlanta now um but there's there's coyotes and there's all of these invasive predators that are coming in there's hogs that weren't there so both of those if i understand correctly are also food sources so it's it's also undisturbed i mean there's they're old shacks down there from people who were sharecroppers at the time and old trash piles and that's that's pretty much it and it's red clay sand and dirt and it's hot with sand spurs and snakes, and we're going to wait till it cools down a little bit, maybe archery <laughs> season, because yeah. the snakes will drag you away down there. That's yeah, I, I'm I'm cool with big Bigfoot, but snakes, I don't do snakes. I'm, I'm with you I on that. Like I, I'm a live and let live guy. I'm not going to go out of my way to see them. And uh, yeah. I, <laughs> you can have all the snakes you want. You know, it's a common theory too that they follow power lines for would, navigational purposes. I've heard that several times. Well, have you looked at a, an overhead map of a gas line oh, yeah. in, in the southeast? It's a highway oh, yeah. system. It's a highway oh, yeah. system. I, I would that that's a very plausible plausible theory. I would I would. Well, you, said, you sent me a picture of that. We're gonna put that up yeah. when when we're done. We're gonna put a picture that Happy sent us of a blind. It's not the exact one but it looks a lot like what he sat down in that day. And he sent a map of the power lines to kind of show exactly what he's talking about. And he's right. I mean, it's, we'll put it on the Facebook page, but it is, I mean, it's like a map to anywhere you want to go. So that was a yeah. good catch. Yeah. That's funny. Cause you know, there's a power line that runs right. Uh, it crosses Hepsipa McBean road and comes mm-hmm. right through, uh, right through the middle of the, uh, the farm I hunt on, uh, happy. And it's, uh, yeah, you know, so that yeah. power line, you know, it's a. Uh, I would say it's kind of unfair for the for the uh, for the for the deer because uh, I man, I've made some long range shots off the top of that hill. <laughs> Absolutely, there, I bet you there's have. a few times where you know what, I, I've let some monster bucks walk through because I know that if they don't drop right there, they get in that that swamp area. Oh. I, I'm not getting them out. No. Yeah, yeah, it's and, uh, impenetrable. It yeah. really is. It's rough yeah. down but, there. But you know, I mean, that that swamp area. And I was telling Johnny about this a couple of uh, like the other week was that. I mean, literally, I, I've I've been in a, a pop up line that I'll have set out, and I've heard. I mean, uh, I mean, full grown trees, not limbs, trees get pushed over, like just fall over. Yeah. You know that whole 
you know, if a tree falls in the woods, you know, does anyone hear it? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah you hear it and you feel it, <laughs> I did. you know? I did. And, and then you wonder, like, well, the wind's not blowing, you know, it's dead, it's dead silent, you know, um, what the heck happened and why, you know, but it's always in that swamp area, you know, and I'm like, well, mm -hmm. I, you know, you know, that, that, that's a spot that, you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of leave as a, as a uh, big buck bedding area, you know, um, and, and I just hope, you know, hey, I, I'll hunt the fringe of it, you know, so, yeah. It's probably why they're in there because it's so, from everything I've seen and heard, they like to go in spots that we won't go into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you we know, won't it, go into a lot of spots. Yeah. You know, the adjacent landowner, um, you know, lives in Florida. Um, he doesn't hunt that area. He just hunts some, some food plots. And he owns a, a huge chunk of huge chunk of land. Um, then the other, other other landowner, I mean, he hunts. It's about, you know, three, mile, three miles away on the other side of the swamp, you know, and on the other edge of it, you know. So there's a pretty big spot there that it's just kind of untouched. But two creeks join and they all head across the highway over to where uh, the area that you know happy you know was describing you know his his incident at so it's kind of really weird you know so it's i'm glad they're, you're they're there man they're there i mean that's you know when when you and i first connected it kind of clicked and i was like that just that sounds that i that sounds so familiar yeah you're, yeah. you're, you're yeah and then talking about looking at it through the spot and scope and the impact area yeah. what, what what is that man what what is going to do that you know I, I'm, so, I'm sorry i just yeah, keep yeah, going yeah. back especially to that during, i just keep going back to that and it's like it, during during live what? fire exercises yeah yeah it, it, it's so you know that's the biggest no-no that, that can happen it, on yeah, like you said that's a fire. career that's a career ender that's a i mean yeah. besides getting somebody killed i mean it's just that we could ruin everything i mean for oh, yeah. so many people yeah. So, uh, there's so many things that we talk about that defy exp explanation like that. I mean, there there are policies and procedures in place so that doesn't happen. So you can pretty much guarantee that it wasn't anything human out there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, exactly. You know, and, right, every, everybody tries to talk, and I did the same thing. Everybody tries to talk themselves out of what they know is going on because they're mm -hmm. so afraid to be to be wrong. When me and Mike Taylor. <clears throat> A spot we go to up in North Georgia. He got there before me, and he was hearing rock clacks. And then I get there, and I had only been there for maybe 15 minutes. I hadn't even gotten all my stuff out yet. I'm walking around getting firewood, and we both hear the loudest, most obvious from off, just right in front of us at the top of the hill. And I looked at him and I said, "Maybe it's an owl." And then he looked at me like, you idiot. You know that's not an owl. And I'm like, I know. And we're out there looking for him. And I still tried to talk both of uh, us out of that's what, our you brain know, does. what we just heard. You know? That's but, what our brain does. No. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, you want to, real quick, you Happy, do you want to talk about what you told me, the story about your sister? Or do you uh, not want to go there or what? Which, which one is that? The, uh... the one that came to the window? Oh, that's my aunt. That's, or that's was a, it your aunt? Yeah, yeah it was my, that was my aunt. This is a short one, but uh, Johnny and I got talking about orbs one afternoon, and uh, my grandparents are from Murphy, North Carolina, 
in Blairsville, Georgia, up North Georgia mountains. And late 40s, early 50s, after my grandfather had gotten back from the war, they uh, he got a job. And I guess the reason my mother ended up there is he worked at the Savannah River site. Um, he was wounded in the war and couldn't farm anymore. And so got a job there, but still went out on the weekends and farmed for his sister. And one of those weekends, so it's like 51 or 52, they're up in Murphy. And when I say it was rural back then, well, I, I can remember as a kid, there were, once you turned off the paved road, you rode down a dirt road for miles and miles and miles. And it was the blackest you'd ever seen. So in 49 or 50, they're in the middle of nowhere. It was just out in the middle of nowhere. They're sitting around talking. And my aunt, Pat would have been probably six or seven. She vaguely remembers it, but it was a or they call it ball lightning came <laughs> through the window of the house where they were all sitting around visiting my grandparents, aunts and uncles, my aunt Pat running around playing while she was sitting and sitting on the floor, came through the window, hit her, burned her on the leg, bounced around the room and bounced out the door. Was, yeah, it was kind of a, she said it was uh, bluish white and turned red and then rolled out the door. Yeah. Did it and burn her bad? Not bad, but second degree, you know, not third degree, but she said it was bad enough that it hurt for several days. And I, I haven't heard, I haven't heard that, that term ball lightning in years since, since uh, growing up in Tucson, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it's just weird. So they yeah, call that, it that doesn't really lightning. sound like ball lightning to me. <laughs> it sounds good that well, like you, like, you know, that kind of meshes in what you're talking about. It sounds good though, doesn't it? Right. Oh, it, it explains it away. Yeah, it's got a got an explanation for it. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. <That's laughs> the one I saw as a child was white and blue. It was about that big. Well, so tell us, was, tell us, Angie. Yeah. What happened? Um, I was probably about eleven, and me and my sister shared a room. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw this little, I called it little ball of light because I didn't know what an orb was. So I just, you know, saw it on the wall and it was like vibrating and it caught my attention. And I was like, what is that? But I remembered my mom telling a story of her seeing a little ball of light when she was a little girl. And that was the first thing that came to my mind was, there's that little ball of light like mama saw. And so I just watched it and it went down the wall. And then I, you know, and then I didn't see it for a minute. And I was sleeping on my stomach. So I was up on my elbows at this point. And it came down the bed and got on my arm, went up my arm and stopped what? on my shoulder. Yeah. Now, is this the first time you're telling us this? <laughs> and it was, um, it was, it had an energy to it. It was just trembling. And if I looked at it from the side, it looked like a layer of light and a layer of a thin blue, another blue layer, thin blue on top of it. You know, like that tall off of it. And, but if I looked at it from above, because, you know, I was like, oh, my God, what is this on my shoulder? And when I looked over onto it, I couldn't see the blue. But if I looked from the side, it had another layer to it. And what? so I turned around. I said, I woke my sister up. And I was like, Karen, oh, my God, there's a spirit in here. Oh, my God, there's a spirit. And she's like, what, what? And so and then it was gone. So I, don't, wow. I don't know, but it wasn't a reflection. 
you know, I try to tell my parents about it. You try to tell people and everybody discredits you. A reflection don't go down a bed and get on your arm and travel up your arm and stop on your shoulder. A no. reflection of light no. is going to hit the wall and then go directly to the bed. You know, I mean, it's got a straight path of travel. It's not going to no. move around. And whatever it was, it was like an energy. Crazy. So I, I don't know, but my mom saw one when she was a, a child. She was a little girl. Since so you watched it come in the bedroom, and back then they were real poor. There was four girls that slept in one bedroom, two mm -hmm. in one bed, and across the room was two more. So she watched it come in and float down between two of her sisters across the room, and said so she watched it for a long time, and it was just floating around. And oh. then I, I guess she eventually went to sleep, and it was gone. And then she told us, I believe it was one of her aunts, used to say that she saw a ball of light. So... It wasn't until I was older, you know, grown, that I started learning about orbs. And the That's first crazy. time I saw them reported, you know, like at some of these Confederate uh, battlefields and stuff like that, I was like, oh, my God, that is exactly what I saw. I saw an orb. So yeah. I don't know what it was, but huh. it was something. Some kind yeah. of energy. They're definitely yeah. real. I it was some kind of energy. It, I'm telling you, it was vibrating. It, yeah, it was an energy. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, seeing them is, is freaky enough. Having one get on your arm. Yeah. That's that's a little much for me. Yeah, and then my sister always swore that she woke up to a woman standing in our room. Wow. She When she was little, <laughs> when we were little, and she went in there and got in bed with Mom and Daddy, and I'm still mad at her because she left me in there with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just wow. like a sibling. I know. I mean, there's a ghost in the room. It's a woman with long hair looking at you, and you walk. Yeah. She said she walked around the woman. She had to go oh, around her to get out of the room. Yeah. It goes in there and gets in bed with mom and daddy and leaves me in there with her. <laughs> that is a yeah. sibling right there. Goodbye. Yeah. 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 She left me for bait, I guess. It'll be all right. <laughs> so so I wonder if we have any more questions for uh, Mr. Harris. Um, that way we can let him sign off and conserve some of his uh, cell phone battery life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you, you know? saw me here running around trying to find a charger, but I'm about to die. Oh, so, okay. Well, well, let's, um, let's, yeah. uh, let's, let's get together again. And, and if, if you guys have time and talk some more about this, this orb stuff, and I'll tell you the ghost stories about growing up in a haunted house. If you oh, like. oh yeah. I got yes. it. Now, now that's, yes. that's right up Angie's world right there. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of orbs, too, my, my youngest daughter, her father passed away about five years ago. And it was in the middle of the day, and she was sitting in her room studying, and an orb came in. And she said it just came in and just hovered in front of her face for a minute. And then it just went on. She watched it float out on wow. into the hallway. She just felt like it might be her dad checking on her. I mean, we don't know what it was, but it was in the daytime, and she was wide awake studying. It sounds like we have a, a part yeah. two of hacking yeah. and orbs. Let's, let's yeah. do it. Sounds like fun. Halloween. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh, let's, yeah. Uh, Johnny, I'll, I'll shoot you an email, and Joe, let's get some dates when you're going to be in town, and we can get out there, and let's go do this. I'm, I'm excited. I hadn't oh. really been out in the woods since all that happened. I got an 870 pump, so I'm ready. <laughs> there you hey, go. I'm, I'm down, man. I'm glad. I hope. I hope we can get out there. 
yep. see what's going on. And also, too, I mean, just get you comfortable again going back in the woods. You know, that's, oh, yeah. I, I love it. I love hunting. I love going I in the too. woods. And if I had to I stop, it. you know, I would be very upset. But I get it, man. I really yeah. do get it. Uh, I, I understand. Appreciate the understanding, and I'm I'm ready to do it. We're gonna we're gonna have fun. We'll go find something out. I don't know, even Thank if you. it's wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you, as long as it's not meth heads. Yeah, no no meth heads. Well, like I said, we got late seventy pump, and I think we can handle meth heads too. That'd be yeah. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're much match for us. <laughs> oh, well, guys, Angie, it was it was so nice hanging out with y'all this evening. It was um, nice thanks for to having meet me you on, and I look forward to doing it again soon. Thank you, Happy. Thank you, Happy, very much. Bye. Bye, Abby. Yeah, nice Bye. to meet you as well. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for the forum, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Talk to you soon. Guys. Anytime. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, man. Bye. That was uh, that was uh, a, a great, uh, I guess you know, first guest. You know, I, um, I can't think was. of anybody who's got a better first name that goes with his personality than Happy. Yeah. Happy yeah. Harris. Is, is that his real name? Oh yeah, name. that's his real name. That's his real yeah. name. That's you know, awesome. What what what, what it, it just hits home because I mean literally his 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 encounter incident spot is like five miles from from the farm I hunt on, and you know is that like, as the crow flies or is that going down roads? Uh about as as the crow flies. Okay. You know, but then fifteen minutes or fifteen miles from from. From, from the military installation, you know, and, and that's where he and I, we talked so much about, you know, it's like, you know, from, from the base on to Burke County, um, where these two properties are that we hunt, it, it, it you know, it, it becomes more rural, more farmland, more woodland, um, creeks and swamps, right? You know, and, uh, um, yeah, yeah, it it just it's just some weird stuff. You know, some of the older locals around there, you know, that they they call them woolly burgers or woolly yeah. boogers, you know. Woolly boogers. Um, yeah, you know, and so uh you know, you always hear that from some of them. Don't let don't let the woolly burger get you, <laughs> you know, coming out of the deer deer stand. You know, but uh I hey, think it got started I, somehow. <laughs> yeah. I I think in Happy's case, man, I and I've seen, I mean, we've all heard it from other people, but I think there is just a primal instinct that's locked inside of us with these things. Somehow, some way, we know that they are a predator or an, an alpha species of something. There is a natural, people don't just pass out from fear like yeah. that normally. You know, so, it takes so, so a lot. Fun. Especially so sound like, with a big gun. Yeah, he's yeah. sitting there with a gun in his hand. Yeah. yeah, you know that's that's one thing. I mean, a, a, any hunter knows you don't sneak up on no one and no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and worst idea in the world. And, and you definitely don't sneak up. You know, doing some jibber jabber, <laughs> samurai, um, vocal, or you know what I mean. I mean, that's just. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean the, the the term. You you know, you're asking to get shot. You know, that's I mean, right. yeah. That, that's why you know. That's why that that you know that term was coined. Mm. But I, I just, for him to you know, find a good hunting spot, a vantage point, obviously a, a blind that was um, set up by something else, someone, something else, whatever, um, 
Yeah, and then all of a sudden he has this thing hit him so hard, this vocalization hit him so hard that he he blacks out and the next thing you know when he's really coherent he's already back in his truck <laughs> it sounds just like that, would, that, sound. that yeah and that whole space from whenever he blacks out until he is back at his truck man that would drive me nuts not knowing what happened in that time period like yeah. it would just drive me insane i mean there's well, no telling yeah. obviously they didn't hurt him but I, I think the, the, the neat thing about being able to go out there with him is, uh, you know, giving him some reassurance and, and maybe some closure on that that incident. Yeah. That it is okay, that it is okay to, to go back out and enjoy an activity in the outdoors that you like, you know. Um, but it's just, it's just going to have to be more, you know, it's one thing like now for us mm -hmm. or when I go out. You know, you go deer hunting, you go doing whatever, turkey hunting. You're looking for turkey, you're looking for deer, you know, you're looking for snakes, whatever. But also, in the back of my head, I know I'm in Sasquatch territory, or could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. I know that. But yep. for somebody who doesn't even believe in them at all, yeah. And then to have something like that happen, I mean, that's just. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was he? Said like twenty-two years old, college. You know, or, or yeah. you know, college kid, just just hunting in the middle. You know, Been going there his whole life. Yeah. You know, um, it just blows me away. You know, and so you know, I look forward to be uh, being able to go out there with him. You know, get the video cameras and, and go out and, and shoot some good footage and, yeah. and 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 take a look around. Go go look at the farm that I hunt over on the bamboo groves and all that. Um, but. You know, we got like 15 minutes left till we hit an hour, but I, I wanted Angie. Uh, to kind we of don't have to run it all the way. Just whatever you want. Yeah, but anyway, I was going to see if Angie wanted to talk a little bit about her uh, uh, Bigfoot conference that she went up to, and uh, you know, kind of give us a uh, a report on uh, on you know some of the cool things she saw, or or, or you know people she yeah. met, or. Um, did she see any real big or did she see any Bigfoots, you know? <laughs> go, go I ahead, saw some Angie. pictures of some real ones. All right, go ahead, Angie. Did you get did you see some good pictures people had? Yeah. Really? I, I, mm -hmm. So so um, you Well, it was all just so the people know it was in Gatlinburg on the twenty fourth of okay. July. And I don't know who organized and put that event together, but they did a fabulous job. That event was so well organized, and I mean, they had plenty of food. There was vendors down three rows in like a, a ballroom. I mean, huh. it was so fun. Um, yeah. Originally, my aunt and her husband were going with me, but he had to cancel. So we ended up taking uh, my aunt's, one of her best friends that had no idea where she was going. And me and her have never discussed Bigfoot. And even she had a great time. Um, but the speakers they had, um, I had to make me some notes so I wouldn't forget. But the first one, well, the MC was Matt Pruitt. Um, <clears throat> the Charlie Raymond was the first one to get up and speak. And there were 2,000 people. It was a sold-out show. They had, you know, the speakers was on stage, and then they had the huge screens on both sides. So even if you were in the back, uh, you could still see. 
because you could just look at the big screen. Cool. Um, Charlie Raymond, he went on first, and he's the founder of the Kentucky Bigfoot Research Organization, and he did a great job. I, I'm pretty sure he's straight um, ape, maybe, um, but he had, well, the rule was whenever the uh, speakers were up there showing pictures and stuff, you couldn't, they asked it, no videos, no pictures or anything, because... Like him in particular, he had some photos that were taken on people's property and they agreed to let him use them, but they did not want them on the internet. Yeah. Um, they didn't want people coming on their property. They didn't want to be harassed. You know, you know how all that goes. Uh -huh. So he was able to show some, some photos of some, some things that I had never seen before because they're not on the internet. And that, you know, he did a great job with that. What were they of? The best one I remember is um, like, uh, I mean, the whole silhouette of the back of a Sasquatch up close. Really? What yeah. kind of camera? Was it a game camera or one that somebody yeah, took? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, a, it was a game camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe so. Um, I mean, you can see his hair. It, it just, I mean, that it, that's 100% what it was. Um yeah. He showed some other ones too that we are that we've all seen, um, but then there was that one is the one that stands out to me. Um, seems like there was another one, but you know I, I'm not sure if I could see it real clear. But um, he did a fantastic job, and then the she squatchers came on and they talked about and I didn't realize they were so. Um, They they use a lot of uh, I don't know if the right word telepathic means. Um, yeah, they actually do. We we talked about that. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what episode it was about them doing the. Uh, oh well, God. They do a lot of work on well the three ladies that came and spoke. Um, one of them is half Native American, and so they do a lot of their stuff on the reservation. And they show pictures of this huge structure that they found. And when I, I think they call it the tower. I, I could be wrong. But anyway, it was huge. They were able to get up in it, take pictures of it, show pictures looking out of it. The, the vines like, what, and the what, trees were woven together. Oh, did they say like what reservation or what, what nation? Yes, but I can't remember. Okay. Um, uh, or stay I should have took notes, I guess. It's all right. We're not allowed I, out there I didn't anyway. know I was going to do a report. But um, I think it's somewhere around North Dakota. Okay. Um, well, one of them, or maybe Michigan. Can't remember. It wasn't a tribe that I'm very familiar with. It may um, be. I know they got a Facebook page. Huh. It, it, was it may Jim be on their Cruz, Facebook page. If I'm saying her name correctly, K-R-U-S-E. I'm, I'm uh, fairly certain that she was the one that is um, half Native American. Okay. And she did most of the speaking. But they, um, like I said, they, she said they were just driving down the road. They were, you know, out doing some research. And she said, stop. There's something over here that we've got to check out. I, I can just feel it. So they end up going down this, like, 
wagon trail almost and they drive on back and they drive right up on this huge tower mm-hmm. and she said they literally were broken trees and branches just woven together like a huge nest you, you couldn't take it apart Man. it was so woven together so they wow. showed those pictures but the the picture that intrigued me the most was um actually i think i may have that backwards i think they might have rode up on that that um structure but the one that she said there's something back here we've got to go check is when they went and found a gravel pit um and there were huge footprints going up this really really steep inclined gravel pit Mm. and they were you know huge footprints wide you know strides between them so they climbed up beside them and they had to use their hands to they had to crawl up on all fours it was so steep and so they showed photos of all that and when they get to the top i I gotta stop real quick because you know why why big gravel pit you know rock quarry yeah i've never heard that before (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, someone happens to live next to one, Johnny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, this is really going to be freaky then. Yeah. So they crawl up, they get to the top, the tracks disappear, and there's three circles, um, perfectly made circles inside of circles inside circles, almost like a clover shape, you know, like they were two and then another one. Like, from what, what I could correct? tell, but it was just a circle. It just went all the way down circles, like something landed up there oh. and just on top of that mound. What? And the, tra- the tracks just disappeared. Yeah. Oh my God. I, can't I mean, you can that. literally I, I, see I, it. I, 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 I can adamantly say that helicopter skids are, are not circles. Yeah, no, it was. They are not circles. <laughs> yeah, it was just three, sir. It was three circles. And if I had. From judging from the size, from what I can remember looking at the picture, I'd say maybe at least 20 foot across. Oh, each yeah, one of them. Okay, so and they were just up there. Yeah, they were just circle, and then they kept saying it was a circle inside a circle inside a circle. I mean, it was just circles. I, I'm gonna have to see these pictures. You think, you think you can find the, the pictures from the what is it, the she squatchers? That who it was? Um, I mean, they may, I'm sure they have them. Um, they probably um, have them available if you just look them up. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just look them up and see. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'll try to look for them, but yeah, it was really cool. So they're really uh, and, nice. Yeah, Angie could probably. What's it called that they do? Remote viewing. Is it remote viewing that they do? Yes, I think so. Yes, because where they get together actually, and like, they all pick a spot and they see who yeah. all, and they usually always end up with the same area they want to research yeah and i uh uh odyssey had them on and i listened to them and they talked about doing that and talked about actually being able to take uh gps coordinates so i say you know what let's try it out so uh i sent them a message and i believe it was jen that i talked to uh, a couple different times, and yes, yeah, I, I sent her coordinates for areas around here. Mm-hmm. To see if maybe, I mean, heck, I'll try they anything. Got a feeling about it. If, yeah, but hmm. 
I don't know, that'd but be, um, kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be neat if you could just give coordinates to folks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and go he, here. <laughs> yeah. After they spoke, they had a um, um, encounters. And that was part I was waiting on the most. I wanted to sit and listen to people talk about the encounters. And I ended up going to the vendor um, room and did so much shopping that I missed them. I lost track of time. Bigfoot shopping. But, yeah, but I had to go get me a She Squatchers t shirt. And oh, um, right. But they was having meet and greet with people. And. Um, wow. Day, I, I'm going to say his name wrong, too. But uh, David Paulides. Oh, the, the, uh, the missing 411 guy. Yes. Yeah. He was fabulous, too. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Um, I, I, I enjoyed uh, the the one that, that they have, um, the, the Hunted. You yeah, know? the Hunted. Yes. That was great. Yeah. You see, he was there selling his books. He'd autograph them. He'd meet you. Oh, I was too shy to go over there and try to meet him. I'm I'm just a shy person, uh, believe it or not. Um, but he really talked about, um, you know, how people go missing in the national parks and how. And one thing he said that really stuck with me is when these people go missing, sometimes they won't let them use like thermal imaging or heat sensory search equipment in some areas wow. depending on where they want to search they'll they will or will not let them use it who, that, who, who's they yeah who is they? Would it be who was over the national parks he told well, a story about sense. i know um he told the story about dennis martin that went missing and um so I, in like 1969 and everything that went on that up there in the great smoky mountains and the witness that saw something carrying something that don't just on its shoulder yeah, you know, that. And all that stuff and how he said that you know that man the the father was there for like i think six weeks and never left a the site they sent in the uh they sent in green berets they never even spoke to his father they did their own search but never revealed what they were searching for or never did anything they sent in the fbi the FBI didn't help with the search. All they did was like take notes or something. I don't know. It was just, um, it was a lot of weird stuff. It, it, he just did a great job. And I, when it was over, I said, oh, I'm going to buy his book right now. And I went back there. They were all sold out. <laughs> and he was gone. So Ron Moorhead came. And he played a lot of clips from the Sierra Sounds. And talked a lot a lot he's real smart he's almost yeah. too smart for me to listen to i have a hard time following because he he's so smart um but so, he so showed i'm sorry i, I guess that's why I, you know one of these days johnny i'd love to be able to go to do, do something like that because you know having you know being a military officer and all that i mean just you know just last week i was i was um working on an, an AMR, which is an air mission request right for an event uh that's happening in new york uh new jersey um you know so basically it's just requesting like a military uh, flyover using you know aviation assets um it, it, they're not hard to request you know especially when you're working with a squadron or whatnot you know but but, but you know whenever people say they 
wouldn't let them use thermals or night vision. I'm like, well, well, wait, wait a minute now. You know, I said, you're not, you're not going to dictate what the pilot in the cockpit can or cannot use to navigate, right? I mean, uh, you understand that, Johnny, you know? So that's, yeah, there's that's no law. It bothers me when they say, oh, they can't use it because. That's, that's <laughs> extremely odd that on yeah. a, especially for a search that they'd say, hey, uh, go find this missing kid, but don't use the best tools at your disposal. I know. Exactly. You're not exactly. allowed to I do mean, that. I might have just, some of my. Just use the motor wash to move go the ahead and, Go ahead yeah. and cover one eye, too, while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might have a little bit of what I'm saying he said mixed up. Yeah. Disclaimer I mean, here. That's but he, I, I promise you, that is—he did say that. Oh yeah, no, I 100 believe you. Yeah, and he don't know why. He don't. But that's, you know, like, it that's don't really make weird. It does not make sense. And he was talking about he's trying to get a has tried to get a list of all the people that's been missing in these parks, and they mm -hmm. try to charge him like a million dollars just to get this list. I mean, mm -hmm. it was fascinating. Like, I I legit am going to order his book, but just to try to figure out what all he was talking about. He gave so much information that it was amazing. He did. Well, you know, there's a, he try. he seems to want to keep the two separate. His, uh, I guess the first book he did was the Hoopa project where it was the research that he did on a native American reservation on Sasquatch. He tells the story all the time, mm -hmm. but he keeps the missing 411 separate. He doesn't really throw out what he thinks is going on, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. There's only one story I've heard him tell that brings the two directly together. And it was, well, I guess technically two. The one that you touched on where the the people saw the big man going up the mountain with something on his back. Mm -hmm. And then the other story he tells about this orphan girl that... Mm -hmm. I guess she was in foster care or something. And then some idiot let her go to the woods with an older man. He said he was showing her a Sasquatch family. They got separated and she disappeared. And the cops, and he told the cops, I guess, that he thought the Sasquatch took her. Mm. So that's the only time that's ever really come directly together from mm. what I've seen. Now, I haven't heard every single one of his yeah. stories. He did but. tell us a story about a, I guess a class was on a hike and the girl that was out front, she was, you know, a little bit ahead of everybody else. And the last time somebody, last time somebody saw her was around the bent was on the trail and she just poof gone. No yeah. trace at all. You know, he's like, you know, they would, if, if it was an animal attack, there would be blood. There would be some yeah. clothes. There would be a yeah. shoe. There would be some hair. There would be a, you know, a scuffle. These people just literally, vanish in gone. thin air they're just gone yeah i don't know but Very odd he, stuff. yeah and he made, he made a lot of good points too like you know these children when they get lost you know hiking on these mountains and stuff like a child if a child is lost is that child gonna go uphill and keep climbing up or is it gonna turn around and go down the easiest route yeah, well, you they're know, definitely not going to go uphill five miles like they found exactly. some of these kids yes. in the middle of and a boulder field. You know? Exactly. So when they find some of them, they'll be like, I remember one kid was like, I don't know, like 13 miles or something. I mean, just crazy. Just little bitty kids will be five miles up, up really, you know, steep terrain and stuff when they would find yeah. them. 
man. So I mean, I, I, don't know. I wouldn't. I, I give the man props for actually getting out and going to a conference like that after his son, you know, just mm -hmm. passed away here recently. That's that's horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he did an excellent job. And uh, one thing about Ron Moorhead, and I I've listened to the Sierra sounds many, many, many times. A lot of people that don't believe, you know, they try to, you know how it is, you get made fun of and people, uh, they ain't no such thing. And I always try to get them to listen to the Sierra sounds. Right. Um, but I had never known that there was uh, other weird stuff that had went on with all that. And he showed. Uh, it's straight up woo stuff that he's Yeah, seen. I had never, I never knew about the lights. And he showed uh -huh. videos of the lights coming through those um the forest up there and i mean you yeah. can see it like go you can see them going around trees the floating light johnny you posted a picture last week of a orb light on a from a game camera in the it was from uh our uh from our partner in crime that doesn't yeah want his name used this is from his property and yeah. he and what's crazy about it is for years, he knows they're out there. He's he's seen them on thermal. He's had all kinds of activity. He has a ton of problems with his game cameras. Batteries just being completely Drain. drained yeah. no matter of days. All kinds of weird stuff. But what he did was he got it, the idea from somebody else. But he took the uh, blue mylar, like the, the stuff you put in a... Right, plastic sheeting and just yep. cut little pieces out and put it over the IR lights okay. on the game cameras. Yeah. And then he put that game camera on the uh, structure that's there. And I say structure, it's not like a big, huge thing, but is he calls it a linger. Basically what's happened is they made this little thing and they keep adding pieces and taking pieces away, basically. Okay. So he knows that there's activity right there. Well, anyway, he, he put that game camera up there. And he said that that's the only camera that he hasn't had problems with since he's put it out there. And it caught this orb. And when he sent it to him, my first reaction was, like everybody else, are you sure it's not the sun? Which is actually a jerk thing to, to ask. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, really? You really think somebody's going to put up a picture of the sun and say, oh, what, look, an orb. Yeah, shining you know? through the trees. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, uh, and he said, no, look at the... I mean, you can tell it's in front of everything. Yep. And you can. He's got it in two frames, and it's just obvious ball of light, you know, right there. He's only, I think he said it was like in two pictures out of a couple thousand pictures. So it's odd, man. But it was right there on that structure. Mm -hmm. You could definitely so, see it in front of that tree. Yeah. <coughs> or whatever that was. It was yeah, in front yeah, of it. It was bright. Yep. Mm hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know what these orb things are and why they're involved, but they are involved. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says; they may not. Somehow, some way, they are connected. I just, I've just seen it too many, just mm -hmm. over and over and over and over again. You know, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know for fact, but it looks a lot like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, then y'all remember the show Mountain Monsters? Yes. Kind of, I think it was an entertainment 
Yeah, but it was based on real legends and stuff. Yeah, so they had Wild Bill and uh, Huckleberry was there. Oh, man. And they were super guys. Was Turtle Man there? You know, he's Turtle Man now. He's got a YouTube channel where he's searching for Bigfoot. Oh, really? I have seen his. You know, I mean, I was a fan. Eyewitness testimony about it. I mean, I was a fan. You know, yeah, 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 live action. <laughs> yeah, but they, you know, Wild Bill and Huckleberry, they were just there. They come on stage, and it was just like a question and answer thing about the show. Uh, yeah. They let the audience line up and um, just ask some questions about different things was, and uh, stuff. Was so. any, any of the people from uh, that Expedition Bigfoot? Uh, you know that show? Mm-mm. No. Okay. No. Yeah, um, and then after Wild Bill and Huckleberry, I um left because I had kids I had to take go kart riding, so um, they had a style of auction, it was really cool like all the posters and um, everything that they were using for the day that you could go online the whole day while you were there and start making bids on it and try to you know buy it. Yeah, so they finished that out, and then it said they had a panel of speakers at the end. But I don't mm. know what that was about because I had left. So, but whoever put it, put it on did a whoever organized all that did an exceptional job. Good. Yes, I definitely am going back. Right yeah, on. I wouldn't mind going to one. I've never. Oh, I've never. I don't been. know. Same people put them on at different times. You know, I don't know. But that one was 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 really good. Okay. I think. Uh, I think a lot of people. I know Carrie Arnold. I think he was up there from Big. Yeah, Florida. I saw him. I saw him walk by. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. I said that dude looks familiar, and then I realized who it was. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a few people went to that one from what I heard, but they just had one too in Florida, I believe. So maybe a, I don't know, two weeks ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. They had a real big one down in Florida. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe we'll all get to go to one one. We should check one yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Get some Bigfoot shirts. Get some. Mm-hmm. See, oftentimes these people, uh, the researchers and stuff, they don't put out their best stuff until these conferences. A lot mm-hmm. of times they hold on to their their good stuff specifically for these conferences. That's one reason why I want to go. Mm-hmm. Kind of see, hopefully, get to see something that everybody else doesn't get to see. So yeah. Anyway, thanks for telling us, Angie. Thank well, you. You're welcome. Glad you job, had a good time. Man. Yes, I did. I had a ball. I can't believe you uh, held a story about an orb crawling up your arm. <laughs> I thought I had yeah, told you that. Nope. No. First time hearing it. Really? Thank you. No. Y'all know I'm uh, Just when yes. you know, person. <laughs> you do realize we have a podcast talking about this stuff, right? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And, 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 then you got, you, and then you got happy talking about orbs too, and I'm like, well, yeah. now we got part two with him. Oh man, he's he's had some weird stuff happen in his old house when he was oh. a kid. I'll let him tell it, but like some really crazy stuff. So oh, yeah, man. he's got I, some stories, man. Man, he's I can't wait. Too. He's as he's as honest and as well, like I said, he's got the perfect name, man. Happy, yeah. he's That's a good awesome. guy. I haven't known. I just started talking to him, you know, a couple weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad that he was able to hear, you know, like my first, you know, 
podcast, you know, when we did the episode about my siding there. And I think that kind of, kind of let him know that, Hey, you know, it, it's okay to, you know, come out and talk about, you know, his encounter incident, you know, which is great. I think that that's, you know, kind of the reason why we wanted to kind of get in, into doing this. So, well, I'm really glad with him too, that it's, you know, we're not just, we don't just bring him on and say, Hey, look, let me get your story. And then we tell everybody and we get some clicks. We're actually going to be able to follow through with this. Yeah. Go to the property, check things out and hopefully help him, you know, get through some, yeah. I don't know. You, you call it whatever you want to, but it's definitely not a good thing for your brain to have something like that happen mm -hmm. when you're alone and scared, you know, yeah. and, and, and it can and happen not, to anybody. And not, not for these many years. So right. be great. But all righty, folks. Well, man, we're we're at a, you know, uh, I think a good good stopping point. Yeah. So um, we'll I enjoyed and, it, guys. Me yeah, too. Me too. Thank you, Angie, for uh, for the uh, conference. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Briefing. I should have took notes. That's okay. It's all good. You, you can post pictures later of, of you know your all your pictures with Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, maybe, maybe show off some of the merch you you got. Yeah, there was a really good looking Bigfoot there. I know you're that. Missing some great, right? <laughs> yeah, while you're, you you're missing some great, <laughs> he's out there merch shopping. This is a child friendly show. We don't want no, to hear it about anything else. No, it was a poster. Else. We uh, okay. all those ladies was like, "Why do they make Bigfoot look that handsome?" I'll post <laughs> his picture. Oh my goodness! God. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my lord! Yeah, it's time to end it, Joe. All <laughs> right, y'all. All right, well. Uh, <laughs> Okay, we'll be uh, uh, we'll give updates on our next uh, uh, our next podcast coming up, and uh, you know uh, continue following Johnny's adventures uh, as he's out and about in his area, um, trying to put together the puzzle of uh, of, uh, of what's out there, you know, with him. Yeah, and then, it's been uh, pretty quiet here recently. I did have uh, a uh, yeah, it's called heat index. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Probably Excellent. so, seriously. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right, guys. We all, all right. have a good evening. Okay. All right. Bye -bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.